have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now you're really tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcast so we can listen and laugh later. This is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. Tiger, 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 tiger. He is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Nayer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Life Tips Show. We are excited today to talk about latest phenomenon for the past six seasons, American Idol, and getting tips from some of the biggest music gurus in the industry today on ways to really promote your American Idol-esque voice and sound and entertainment factor. So um, I'm excited because um, I'm going to try to get Byron to sing for us, which will be fun. Right, Byron? Not going to happen, Melanie. <laughs> I think it will. For starters, we need, we need a lot more time with our with our guest host today, who who is a voice therapist, <laughs> perhaps we should say. That's what I well, need. Actually, that would be a really good idea. She can coach <laughs> us together. <laughs> well, this is an exciting show. Melanie, give me your thoughts on American Idol. What what were uh, what were some of your... Did well, you watch got, the show religiously thoughts. like everybody else in America, seemingly? No, I, I, I don't. Um, but I'm happy to say that I got a great little rundown today from our Life Tips team, Stephanie and Jen, who filled me in on all of the American Idol seasons over the past few years. But of course, I will now be an avid watcher because I'm completely addicted to everything they've been telling me today. Hmm. Well, let's get our uh, let's get our refresher notes out because I've done a little homework ourselves. Let's I'm see, so Chris, proud of you. Chris Daughtry has a new album out. Are you familiar with now, him? The, I am the familiar Bolden with him. Guy? You know why? Because he was hot. <laughs> he was one of the good-looking ones on the show, so I totally know who he is. Speaking of hot, I can't wait to maybe find out a scoop on Bo Bice. He he was he was a he had a heart throbber for Americans. He uh, was, and he was a, he was fans. a good rock and roller. And Indeed. you know me, I'm always on the rock and roll. And what's your take on on Taylor Hicks this year? I, I find this it last unfortunate that he was totally you know contracted into those Ford commercials, which was really the only thing I knew about him. <laughs> Did you like those Ford commercials? No, it annoyed me. 
Do you think more people are going to buy Ford trucks? <laughs> no, because of I Taylor don't. Hicks? Do you? <laughs> he doesn't have hey, a tough you guy. Would buy a Ford after watching this? I think Bo Bo Bice would have sold more Ford trucks than Taylor Hicks. I did see the episode where Bo Bice was with Leonard Skinner, and they did Sweet Home Alabama, which I thought was amazing. Hmm. I mean, think about it from a perspective from like a, an upcoming music entertaining star. You know, like you want to sing with your idols, right? And here's this guy, rock and roll guy, and having fun, and Leonard Skinner comes out one of his favorite bands, and they start jamming to Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> How cool is that? That is pretty cool. I'm not a singer, but I would do it. Speaking of the dating world, which we want to talk with you more oh. about, Carrie Underwood is now perhaps uh, being suggested in, in dating uh, Tony Roma, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. She's a cute one. Um, that little, that little any thing. Any thought on that match? Is that a match? She's sort of a, you know, kind of a, a, a country gal. So that that that's probably being received very well in Dallas, don't you think? I I do, and um, we can talk to our, one of our guests today, Jan Smith, who uh, has a little bit of a Nashville connection. So maybe she can shed some light on that too. Ooh, like to hear. But some... you know what? You know what? I, you know what I love, Byron, about the whole American Idol contestant thing. I love the um, the success stories of the runner-ups. Mm. You know, Dream Girls, right? Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson, Hudson. You know, I mean, yeah. it's an amazing success story. You right. have to love that. She got booted off. She was completely, you know, interrogated and antagonized by the judges, and now she's up for Golden Globes and possibly an Oscar. How great is that? Hmm. Kelly Clarkson is also a winner. She's she's won a bunch of Grammy awards. Good for her, huh? And she was the first. And you know what? I'm I, I'm stick with everybody else who says this, and I'm a firm believer. There's not going to be anybody like Kelly. Well, Jennifer Hudson does run a pretty close second, but you know she was an amazing. That that first season was that was it was the only season I watched. To be completely honest with you, because I just don't think there was anything as as great since then. She was a, a truly a talent. Hmm. Remember Kelly Pickler? She got a bunch of no. grief for not being able to pronounce the word calamari. <laughs> I, where do you find this stuff? <laughs> I use in the archives. That's um, fantastic. I just, can you imagine? She's nationally famous now for not being able to pronounce calamari. Love that. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> Think about that. Think about all the work you go through to be an idol and go through all of that, the, the stress. And mm. you're waiting. Kind of like your job, huh? Kind of like my job. <laughs> How about Catherine? American, Ka- I would be a breeze. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine McPhee. She was second place to Taylor Hicks, I think. She was pretty. She was pretty talented, don't you think? Mm. Doesn't stand out in your mind. Doesn't stand out in my mind. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to consult the editorial team on that. They would. There know. you go. Stephanie and Jen would be able to pipe in on the, on Catherine McPhee. And and any any comments before we begin on Simon and Paula and Randy? <laughs> so many. <laughs> we could just perhaps we could do a whole show on that. Yeah, we could do a whole show on Paula. That's for sure. Poor girl. Really? Now you now, told you know, me earlier as we were six, prepping. I don't. Uh, I have a question for you. Byron? You were telling you were telling me earlier, and we were as we were prepping for the show that uh, that Coca Cola is a sponsor now. Coca Cola um, is a sponsor, and um, and of course, should we be drinking Coke as we speak right now and, and doing I a show? I, so. I guess we are. I have my can, I guess, in front of me, hypothetically. Okay. Um, <laughs> but my question is now: is is did Paula have a any input in that? Because perhaps rum and cokes are a favorite drink of hers. <laughs> oh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want me to pipe in with a quick side note? Sure. Our favorite. Um, 
American Idol here at Life Tips, Stephanie, mm. just let me know that Catherine Maffey did a very good rendition of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, which stood out from her American Idol. Ooh. Yeah. That was a powerful moment. That 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 was uh, that was hands. That was that was really one of the highlights last year. And I think yep, that yep. that was in the finals too. And Simon went crazy and thought that was uh, really powerful, as I recall. See, it's good to have Stephanie and Jen here who are feeding me this information. <laughs> um, but how about Ryan Ryan Seacrest? You don't need much information. He's a cute guy, isn't he? Is he a drama for you? Is he, is he fit your mold? Does he? Do you think he's gay? Um, you know. Speaking of gay and American Idol, there's a lot of controversy <laughs> on Clay. Is it Clay Aiken? I forget it's Clay his name. Aiken. Yeah, it's Clay Aiken. Yeah, so he's but not you know officially what? He's out of the closet, story, right? Byron. You know, I mean, he was the runner-up, and look at everything that he's done. His Behind Ruben, is huge. that right? Wasn't Ruben the winner that year? Ruben shuddered. Yeah, oh, look at you. Way to go. Well, you know, you, when when you have a co-host like you, Mel, you got to do your homework before these shows because you'll just you get do. eaten you alive. Because you know I'm going to come out and just, you know. <laughs> eaten alive. Right. Anyway, I know you've lined up a, a couple of great uh, guests today, so uh, let's let's let, let you get on with it, and we'll stop babbling away and let you introduce the first guest today. Well, our first guest today is Jan Smith. Jan is a vocal coach and vocal producer who has coached artists like Usher, Rob Thomas, one of my personal favorites, India Ari, Jennifer Nettles of Sugarland, Collective Soul, and our own American Idol, Deanna DeGarmo. Welcome, Jan. Thanks very much. How are you? Thanks so much for being here. I'm uh, in the middle of my day doing some stuff and taking a break from a lot of bad singing, so this is, oh, this no. is a, a welcome opportunity. Well, good. We're happy to provide it for you. One of the things that, you know, you're sort of the foundation of here, you provide expert advice to beginning vocalists. Give me some of, like, the most obvious tips that you have for beginning vocalists who are, you know, striving to be the next American Idol. Well, I'll ask you a couple of questions. How many vocal cords do you have? I don't know. And, and most people don't, but they call themselves singers. So we kind of start there. Okay. Um, you know what and I'm saying? And the answer to that is... Uh, two. You have two. You have a pair. And, uh, you know, they're pretty cool. There's no synthetic fiber on the planet, but medical research has found that it can duplicate or replicate their function. So if you don't know how to take care of them, um, you're kind of not going to end up on the good side of the stick. So we really try to get people to understand what they're doing and how to manipulate it better and how to care for it so they can become better athletes to what they're doing. And in terms of eating and exercise and that all of that comes into play, absolutely, because your body changes chemically based on what you're eating, um, which can change the consistency of your performance. So we, we look at all of those aspects and try to work with people individually, kind of taking them in where they are and um, assess what level they're at and then try to work them from there the same way that you would if you, kind of like you wouldn't take a 400-pound woman and stick her on a treadmill for two hours and say, stay here for a minute. You know, it'd kill somebody. So a lot of people are doing things that they don't understand with their voices, and if we can get them to, you know, kind of reroute how they're doing certain things that makes them better and stronger and faster and all that. One of the tips that you provided for American Idols is um, know what to do if you get stage fright. Yeah, I think a lot of people freeze up, and especially, you know, standing up in front of judges or people like Simon, who basically is, you know, pretty hard and pretty critical. Yep. Um, and people have to be able to perform no matter what. Uh, being able to put tension in your body somewhere else and get it away from your, you know, your vocal cords, but also your breathing. People's heart rates go up, their breathing gets fast, and they can't finish their phrases, and they get cotton mouth. And so it's about really trying to help people understand how to put that tension someplace else so it doesn't affect their voices as much. 
Now, you, you brought up a good point when you, you're standing in front of these judges who can often be very critical. Mm-hmm. How, do you, you know, how do you prepare yourself for, to take on that criticism? Um, you know, I, I think that, <laughs> well, first of all, when's the last time you heard any of those people sing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, That's a very I mean, good point. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I mean, I, 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 you know, from Paula Abdul to Randy Jackson to Simon, I mean, I, I don't know that any of them are, you know, stellar vocalists, first of all. I'm not saying that they don't have an opinion, but everybody has an opinion. Sure. Um, and so I think if somebody's going to, you know, put themselves in a position to be critiqued, um, they should just kind of go at it as, as just another, it, it's really just another opportunity to put yourself out there um, and to hear feedback, um, good, bad, or indifferent. It, it, shouldn't, it, it shouldn't make you, you know, fall off your mark. So I think being prepared is part of it. Um, and the other part, and, and not just being prepared vocally, but being prepared that their job is to slam you. So, you know, it's television, and that, you know, so many kids that go audition for that don't understand that, that what they're really doing is they're creating a television show and doing entertainment. It's not really about how good you sing. I mean, half the people on the show that end up being in the top five or ten are not the best singers that they have on the show. All right, well, listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Byron and I are going to continue off with a few questions for Jan. We'll be right back. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's Clicksore.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Want traffic? For results without hassle, look no further than Search Ad Network. Focused on your core goals, our dedicated account management team will drive your online sales, increase brand recognition, and generate leads for offline sales through expert search engine marketing and technology. In addition, Search Ad Network offers free click fraud detection and API access into all major engines to ensure your business reaches their desired ROI. Visit SearchAdNetwork.com today to experience true profit through performance. Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Say big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. It's SC Guru. Yankee, and his beautiful co-host, Brandy. Yankee and a southerner. I do that lovely southern drawl. I don't. I don't have the Texan accent. I'm sorry, but no, I don't. I don't think I do either. But I love that honey drip sort of sound. Anyway, <laughs> someone's probably gonna pull that blurb out and use it for a promo now. Thanks. Uh, Rainmaker Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Wizards, Rainmakers, Rockstars, Gorillas, and Guru. WebmasterRadio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. 
And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Jan, thanks for uh, being on the show today. This is Byron here. I had a couple of questions for you that my wife is dying to hear the answers of. Okay. <laughs> She's actually been to the show um, and uh, and had a really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, a lot of energy, and really, really exciting. How much practice is really... Do you know much about the routine of, of, of the assignments and when they get them and how they start their week and, and preparing for the next week? Do you know much about that? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had somebody in the top five or ten every season except for this past year, so we, we're pretty accustomed to people coming through the studio to prep and get ready for that. And, of course, Diana DeGarmo is one of my clients still, so I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it. <laughs> Thanks. Exciting. Tell us how it works. What you know, Once an assignment is given out, are they practicing all day every day for five days, or how does it work? Um, it's pretty grueling. I actually, um, the, the scheduling of all of that, it's not just about them working vocally and working on their arrangements, but it's also about stage presence. They're doing a lot of, you know, presentation kind of coaching because it's a live television show mm-hmm. uh, so they have to get a lot of that and interview you know personality kind of stuff going on as well so that the kids know how to move and, and work a stage that large and deal with television cameras and all so I think mm-hmm. that they're getting uh, an equal an equal portion of that um, vocally they're probably putting in several hours a day though I would say um, and how many for example how many how many different times do they sing that very song that they're going to sing in the course of the prep week? I mean, 20, 50, 100? I mean, is it over and over and over again, building up uh, yeah. the, the repetition? Uh, I would I would say 50 times wouldn't be unrealistic um, in a week's amount of time with, with the, minute, the amount of times that they're going through the routine or working on their tunes or practicing. Right. And is it, do they... Is the strategy, particularly in your camp, to always perform the song from start to finish so you don't have breaks in between? And um, uh, Not necessarily, and, and my camp doesn't really have anything to do with American Idol other than we work with a lot of the clients that are on there. Um, but in terms of working with clients who are you know, touring or doing shows and things like that, we break down the, the material that they're working on and work it piece by piece so that they're, you know, so that the whole picture is better when they're done. It's kind of like um, Tiger Woods doesn't work on, you know, playing golf to be a better golfer. Uh, he works on his long shot or his, you know, his putt or his, you know, drive or whatever, and then he puts all that together when he's on the course. So, you know, Usher, for example, if he's working on a tune, having him simply sing through the song again is just uh, reinforcing the same bad habits that he had on it, uh, breaking it down and showing him different places where he can troubleshoot it and make it better and then putting that into practice and then putting it all back together makes it a better performance. Hmm. And do you, I was reading some of the tips that, uh, that, that you had, and it, it really seems to me like you look at, at the talent that, that you're working with as athletes and, and you, you treat them as athletes. Is that, is that a fair statement, and, and why, do, why do you feel that way? It is. Initially, we approach it that way because too many, it's like I was asking earlier, you know, how many vocal cords you have, where they're located, what are they made out of? People don't even know the answers to those questions. And how can you manipulate your physiology to make it more emotional or better or stronger if you don't even know what you're doing it with? So getting people back in their bodies and understanding that singing is a physical function first, and then you can add all the spiritual, aesthetic, you know, emotional stuff to it later once you know how to do that, makes you a more powerful uh, 
presenter, if you will. Melanie probably has a few questions. I could I could continue asking questions all afternoon, but 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 uh, but thanks for your time today. Uh, well, really you know appreciate what? I, it. I'm, I'm looking for Jan. You know, I'm, I'm interested to know what you think we're going to see this season. You know, we've gone through six seasons so far. Mm-hmm. What's going to be new? You know, what's 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 next? How is it going to um, differentiate? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, at what point? I, I do. I, I also. Uh, um, I have to regrettably tell you that I rarely, if ever, watch the show. Um, I, and the reason why is because I'm in studios making the music or working with the artists doing that. I, I just, uh, I also, um, I appreciate it for television, and I appreciate the uh, the arm shot that it's given the music industry to get people involved and engaged in music again. But a lot of those people, a lot of those people are uh, overblown karaoke singers. They're not artists. Uh, we, we've, see, we've seen some artists come off of that show. We've seen some singers uh, through that show who have become artists. Kelly Clarkson is a really good example uh, of somebody who started out being kind of a, a chorus girl, you know, karaoke singer, and now she's an artist. She's a bona fide, legitimate artist in our industry, and I respect that. Um, but I don't think that that means that everybody that wins on that show is going to become an oh-my-God artist and be accepted by, the you know, the recording industry at large. Um, the American public can, you know, they have a different slant on that, and that's okay, but that's a television show. It's not the you know it's not the record business. Um, they're selling records, and that's a good thing. But um, uh, so so to answer your question, I, I'm not real sure what you're going to see. I would say more of the same. You're going to see a whole lot more of the same because people by the millions have gone to audition, and I'm not real sure that's going to be a whole lot different than what they've had for six seasons. Is the show helping your business with with wannabes that now seek training and advice to kind of move up? We uh, we definitely have uh, have those folks coming through the door. Um, absolutely, and um, the, the way that we try to approach that and embrace that is to help them see past, you know, the whole wannabe thing and help them to better themselves no matter what the audition is, whether it's American Idol, whether they're singing for the church choir or, you know, auditioning for a band. Um, it, it's not about that, you know, one oh my god moment that very few people are ever going to have. If you look at the odds, you with American Idol, you, you might as well buy lottery tickets. I mean, come on. Uh, the math, the math, the math is not difficult. You know what I'm saying? But people don't understand that when you're talking about the dream. Um, so I, it, you know, I think that people are very unrealistic in their expectations of what's going to end up on that show. I'm pretty opinionated when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, no, that's, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if that's not what you're looking for, but I have to be no, honest. No, we're happy to have that. opinions. We love that. Okay. We love yep. it. We have to take a quick break, but we're going to be right back, so stay tuned. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. VR Web. Hey, all you affiliates out there, this one's for you. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Cash, cash. You hear that sound? That's the sound of your cat starving to death because you didn't produce enough volume. So you want to know how? Do you? XY7.com. XY7.com is the only way for you to convert 
your clicks into cash. So let's get it together, girls. XY7.com. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Cash, cash. Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive webmasterradio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort Radiator Hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. Right, what's your name? I'm Daddy Sullivan. Go for it. Someone's clicking on my Google AdWords. And I think they're fraudulent. Oh, I think they're fraudulent. <laughs> I want a refund, but no one will analyze the data. They just laughed at me. They just laughed at me. Oh, you'll pay and pay when you buy an ad with Google through AdWords. Just when you think you've heard the worst singer on earth, you come in. Well, we could be forgiven for thinking that you'd never heard that song before. You killed it. You totally murdered it. I'm not sure you even hit a single note. And you know what? It would be a challenge to actually find someone who could sing worse than you. Don't you hate the people who sing songs, but they don't get the lyrics right? Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I have... I don't know what to say. Simon, I don't know what to say either. Simon, you can say everything on this. Okay. Zero for effort. Zero for style. Zero for star quality. And you know what? I'm being generous. I have never, ever been in so much pain listening to someone sing. I try my best. Okay, you're out of tune, you're out of time, and you know what? You're out of here. Yeah. The Daily Search Cast with Danny Sullivan, Tuesday through Friday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Now, here's your host. 
Hey, everybody. It's Melanie. I'm back at Life Tips, and Byron is joining me today as we dissect one of the biggest cultural phenomenons in TV today, American Idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, because it just does not end on your television, the web is branching out with their own American Idol contest, if you will, but not really. Uh, in any case, uh, we are, um, you know, from a web perspective and from a business perspective, you know, there's always something on the Internet, and this is certainly a digital age, and have no fear, of course, things are going to come about on the Internet, and we're talking about videos, and we're talking about entertainment acts, and our next guest is the uh, CEO of Music Nation, Daniel Klaus. Dan, welcome. Hello. Thank you very much. Great How to be here. How are you? Great. Good, good. So tell me, uh, Music Nation, launching January 15th, right? Actually, we're launching on January the 29th. Okay, we've moved that date. <laughs> yeah, we, we we moved the date to January the 29th uh, just recently. Um, we, uh, we're getting ready to launch. Uh, basically, what Music Nation is all about is Music Nation is a, is a talent competition online that's all about discovering great music artists. Online. Let's, let's break that down a little bit. Yeah. Because is it, I mean, can you really hear this? You know, when you're when you, standing in front of somebody, when you hear it on TV, when you hear it on the radio, the, the tune and the style is completely different. How does that work online? You know, what's interesting online is what we're doing is people are making videos of themselves singing. Almost think American Idol meets YouTube. And so people make a, a scary. <laughs> well, some of the videos are very funny, actually. But think, you know, people make a video of themselves singing, and they put it up on our site. And what we're finding is that, yes, there's a lot of really funny videos, but there's sure. a lot of amazingly talented people out there. And, and what do and, you do with that talent? You know, what we do with that talent is, you know, our competition is all about people building up a community around themselves and our judges. Um, we have a, a, a panel of, of industry-recognized judges that are coming on board that basically help critique those videos and, and vote up the winners, and ultimately the winner wins a record deal with our partner, which is Epic at Sony BMG. Okay. Sounds like a good deal. How do we're, I sign so, up? We're getting uh, lots of traction. MusicNation.com. Come and, come and check it out. <laughs> Daniel, Byron White here. Uh, pleasure to chat with you. Thanks for joining us on the show today. So hey, Byron. Is, is, is talent the centerpiece, or is, is video production the centerpiece, or is comedy the centerpiece? What's going what's gonna to end up uh, you know, becoming the winner, and, and how yeah. does it physically work? Yeah, so so Music Nation. One of the things we wanted to do when we were creating this company was we didn't, we, you know, we're we're not competing with American Idol, and we don't consider ourselves as competition to American Idol. I mean, American Idol is a great franchise. It's an amazing TV show. It's very entertaining. What we really wanted to do was build a platform for really talented people who wanted to come and have an opportunity to get discovered. So, I mean, you know, we believe that out there in, you know, Kansas City and wherever in Arizona, there's a really talented kid somewhere. Maybe he or she's not in a band and maybe they're not out gigging every weekend, but maybe they've just got an amazing voice or they're a great songwriter. That's what Music Nation is all about. We're out to find those people. And where, how do you physically find them other than, you know, what, what's your rollout plan for the site and, and trying to promote it and get people to, I guess, submit their videos, which is really what you're looking to get people to do, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, where we're, people are discovering us, what we're finding right now is, you know, we've, our beta has been up um, just since the middle of November, and we're, mm-hmm. you know, getting close to 1,000 videos already. And that's, you know, that's a huge number of videos, for, considering that we've only just really been marketing on MySpace and YouTube and in some of the viral communities, um, and really just using hand-to-hand marketing, not any real serious ad dollars spent yet. So when we launch on the 29th of January, we're going to be announcing our full slate of judges. 
which, as I said, will be some of the you know the leaders in the music industry today, from top uh, record executives to top producers to top artists. And those people will go out, and we're also launching a huge online ad buy, a huge online campaign, as well as we have a very robust partnership with Clear Channel, which is going to be helping us promote the contest amongst their entire radio station network. Mm-hmm. Sorry what, if you're not what? a Clear Channel station. <laughs> so it sounds to me like a little bit of a balance between uh, certainly American Idol meets YouTube meets current TV, maybe? Sort of, is, is, is there any voting by the people for the people? Absolutely. It's, you know, it's all about people, when they submit their video, it's all about them going to get all their friends, all their family to vote for them uh, within the competition. So it's, you know, our site is, is not only is it about us discovering these people, but it's also about helping the public discover really amazingly talented artists. And so going through, looking at the videos, reviewing the videos, voting on them, commenting on them, really helping build a following and building a community around these individual artists. Is there an individual content or individual contest that has a start date and a finish date? Yeah, so the contest starts on January the 29th. It runs for 12 weeks. At the end of the 12 weeks, every, every week there's a semifinalist that gets chosen by our panel of judges, and every week a semifinalist gets chosen by the community. And then at the end of the 12 weeks, we have a, uh, a semifinal round, which then whittles it down from 24 down to 12, and then finals, which ultimately gives us the, the final winner. And so, um, so there is participation in the sense that there is a by-the-people-voted winner each week and then a judge entry, so there are two candidates that come forward each week? Two candidates come forward each week, and that's in each one of our genres. So we're launching in pop, rock, and an urban. And there'll be a winner in each genre, and so every week, two people from each of those genres will get voted through, one by the judges and one by the public. So, back to my original question on creativity of the video and, you know, versus sheer raw music talent Mm -hmm. versus humor, (laughs) which which is always a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, is, is there a balance of the three? You know, they're, they're absolutely, Byron, it really is. It's interesting. You know, what we've seen in the thousand videos or so that we've gotten on our beta is that there are some of the best videos in terms of talent are people who are just sitting in their bedrooms, singing on their guitar, playing the piano, or, you know, there's a guy named Abe Quigley who is sitting in the back of his car playing. Some of the, uh, some of the worst and most funniest videos are perhaps the most professionally produced ones. So what we're finding is that, yes, there's a lot of funny stuff, but that if people have raw talent, it's, it's really starting to show through on the simplest videos. Huh. Is there going to be a fee for service? Yeah, so we're charging $25 to enter the competition. Uh-huh. And one of the things with the fee is that we really want people to see this as a serious competition. You know, this is not like um, YouTube, where if you're, uh, you know, a, a hot girl standing in a bucket of ice singing "Happy Birthday, Mr. President," this is not for you. <laughs> you can put that on YouTube. Well, I think she should be free, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she is on YouTube, uh, but for us, I mean, we we really, you know, we're looking for that for that artist, for that really talented musical artist that's really serious about their career and wants to get a big head start. I mean, you know, we're giving away a deal at Epic. Um, in addition to that, the winner will win a, uh, a Stripped, which is Clear Channel's kind of version of Unplugged. They'll win a, a sponsorship by a major a musical instrument manufacturer for a year and a bunch of other stuff. So this is a really a great supercharge to somebody's career. Now, clearly... And, and by the, the way, if, we, if the public may vote in the, uh, the, the hot blonde singing in a bucket of advice... You don't know, advice, right. We'll, I mean, let's be realistic. Know. You don't know that they're <laughs> not going to vote that. You never it's know. Really you exciting. absolutely never know. Tell us a little bit about the about the business model itself. Um, you know, what's the revenue generation model, and you know, what's what's your uh, what's your take on that? 
I mean, we, look, I think we have we definitely have a couple of different business models, but our, our you know, obviously the $25 is a great business model for us. There's advertising, there's sponsorship, although in the first year, the first season, it's very light on advertising and sponsorship because we really wanted to keep it true to the concept. But, you know, at the end of the day, our business is really about finding and developing artists and exploiting rights and owning those rights w- alongside with the artists. So, our, you know, our main business is we believe that out of this, we're going to find a number of artists that are really amazing and that we can develop in conjunction with Epic. What are your uh-huh. judges looking for, Daniel? You know, our judges are looking for really talented people. You know, again, back, I, I keep harping back to this, but, you know, our judges are, again, not looking for necessarily, you know, the person that's the funniest or that looks the best. They're looking for somebody that they really believe can be a winner in the music business that really has a chance of having a long-term career. Works for me. You know, it's a new business out there. That You know, the, the, the model of the record company is changing so quickly and the, and the business is reshaping so fast that one of the things we wanted to do with Music Nation was, you know, be able to economically build the structure to allow us to find people that, you know, we didn't have to go out and spend $5 million in making a record. We could, you know, we could, we could find some kid that we loved and spend a few thousand dollars making a digital single and build up a following around him or her. Uh, one of the things I find really interesting, Daniel, about your background is that you founded Passion Music Group, which was an independent Canadian music label, correct? Yeah, yeah. Don't, hold, How- don't hold the Canadian part against me. Uh, no, there's, no, absolutely not. We, we're, <laughs> we're all friends. Um, we love Canadians. We love Canadians. It's totally fine. Um, but what I'm wondering is, how, how does one start a record label? Well, you know, in my case, it was, uh, I, I, I finished high school, I was 18, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a big music fan, but I was never a musician. The, the true story is, is that someone gave me a book about Richard Branson, and I loved reading mm-hmm. about the music business, and I thought this would be a cool thing to do. So I started a record company. <laughs> Just as easy as that, huh? Who is the first well, you artist know, that you represented? I, that with... I mean, the first thing to do is to go out and find some bands. So actually, I, I found one band. The first band I ever signed um, was a band called the Groove Kings in Canada, and I got completely, my, I got completely ripped off by this band because I didn't know what I was doing. But then the second band I signed was one called the Earth Tones, and, you know, we started to sell a lot of Earth Tone records in Canada, and that's what attracted the attention of BMG. And we did our partnership within within about six months or a year of me starting the label. We did a, a joint venture with BMG in Canada. Cool. All right. Well, listen, we're going to come right back and talk to you a little bit more about that after we take this break. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Attention webmasters, wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp, just click on genienose.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, genienose.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. Genienose has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S dot com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. you got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media wow i never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before oh really i don't like fishing with a pole can't catch the big ones fast enough no kidding 
You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now you're really tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcast so we can listen and laugh later. (laughs) This is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. Tiger, tiger, tiger. Yeah, no question. I think it was tiger, 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 tiger. <laughs> he is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Now, here's your host. Daniel Byron here. Uh, really enjoy having you on the show. This is exciting, and uh, and there's a lot of webmasters, of course, listening to this show. So we're, there's a lot of people with with uh, with their radar screen on, saying, "Wow, let's see what happens to this. This is going to be really interesting." Right. Um, Mel- Melanie and I were chatting in the background, saying, "Okay, let's really try to gang up on Daniel here Uh-oh. and and uh, and, and alternate now. some questions." So I'm going to throw the first one out, followed by Melanie, and back to me. We'll have a little three way ping pong match here. Um, tell us tell us a little bit about the rights to the video that will be submitted by the contestants? Who, who owns the content once it's submitted to the show? Yeah, so the, the, the person who submits uh, continues to own the content, but they grant us a right to use it and syndicate it out to some of our partners and to use it. But, you know, the, the person who made the video will always continue to own the rights in the video. So, so what happens when they, if this person gets signed with a, with a label? Is that still their video or now does the label take that over? No, because, you know, most time, Melanie, these videos are going to be, you know, pretty amateurish or pretty basic. Yeah. And so I would guess that, you know, for the most part, it would be a really rare case sure. that, um, that we would keep one of the videos and use that, in, you know, for commercial exploitation of the artist going forward. It would be great if we could find one that was, but uh, I, I anticipate you we'll probably know. have to remake. Yeah, you never know. We hope. Based on your background, I think anything is possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. Celebrity status certainly sells, um, and particularly, I'm sure, in the music industry. Um, you know, American Idol has the opportunity to really create stars, create celebrities based upon their continued participation in the, in the program. Are you worried about, you know, really getting good stuff here, particularly in your debut? I mean, do you think you're going to kind of make it or break it in the first couple months of, of, of the show based upon the quality of, of content created? 
you know, what we're seeing so far is actually a good cross-section, and I do think that we will, um, I think that we're going to find some great artists out of this competition. You know, one of the things that we're doing to sort of bring awareness to some of the artists and to package up the content is every week we're going to be creating three different webisodes, which will be three to five minutes in length, that will be kind of the funniest clips of the week, the best <laughs> clips of the week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that'll be syndicated out everywhere through all of our Clear Channel radio partners, um, through you know MySpace, YouTube, Tag World, you know everywhere we can we can send it, and also at MusicNation.com. Uh-huh. So um, I think that will really help people discover some of the videos and really help lay a platform for you know some of these artists to bubble up. Aside from submitting a video to Music Nation, if you're an artist, what tips do you have for getting a music a, a, a deal? You only submit to Music Nation. Only submit to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, I think in ter- if you're an artist out in the world and you're trying to get a deal, I mean, I, I think that the best thing that you can do is, is get out on the road and really start building up a following and build a fan base. I mean, the best, you know, the advice I always give to baby bands is that everybody wants to be, you know, on the radio and everybody wants to be a star, but it takes a lot of hard work to get there. And, and you know, the music business of today is, is not like it was five years ago. And it's really about building those, you know, regional communities of fans, people who really are passionate about your music. The music industry is really changing radically. I'm sure you'd, you'd agree with that. How do you think the website is, is going to uh, have its impact on how the industry is changing? What are you doing differently? What's unique about your model that, that will help continue this change in the music industry? Everything. I mean, you know, our, uh, every, I mean, what, what we've really tried to do with Music Nation is, in, and beyond the website as well, is take the music industry model and turn it completely upside down. I mean, our business is really all about empowering the consumer to, to become a star and to make their own way. You know, it's really about, as I mentioned before, I mean, that kid who's in Kansas City who works at Walmart and is a great singer, giving him or her a platform and an opportunity to really be heard, but at the same time, you know, going out and building a community around themselves to get all their friends, get all their family, get people to vote for them and get them, you know, higher up into our community and get people to pay attention to them. That's number one. Number two, from kind of a structural perspective and what we're trying to do is, you know, we're trying to find those artists and find those kids and maybe they're not going to go on to sell a million records, but maybe they'll go on to sell 10,000 digital singles and we'll start with that and then we'll build a little more community around them and then maybe the next single they'll go out and they'll sell 20,000 and then we'll make an album. So our approach is much more measured than, you know, what you'd find in sort of a, a traditional record company. Why just rock, urban, and pop? You know, I think that as we, because, you know, we didn't want to have in the first contest, we didn't want to have like, you know, 20 genres. I think that as we go down the road and we do contest number two, three, and four, you know, we could absolutely do country, we could do jazz, we could do Christian rock. There's probably a million different niche verticals that that people would respond to. One of the, um, I'm looking over the site right now, and, and you haven't really sort of introduced a a promotional area for your your uh, your your contestants to tell a little bit about themselves. Mm-hmm. Is that going to change at all, or are yeah, we going to get to know these people, or are we just going to judge based upon what we're looking at with regards to the content of the video? No, the site that you see right now that's in the beta version was the site that you know we just got up to start accepting some of our seed content. Mm-hmm. You know, we're launching the preview version of our site on Monday, on the fifteenth, and then you'll you know those full scale voting will begin on the twenty ninth. And what you're going to see in the next version of our site is dramatic changes. I mean, it's all about music discovery. It's all about the artist building up that community, letting people know who they are, pictures, um, blogs, biographical information, some video biographical information, really helping to like, understand or helping the online community understand the backstory around these artists. What, is there an age limit? 
Only, only young. Um, we won't take any videos for anyone under 14, but 14 and up, fair game. So 60 so old we'll women could enter a video. singing grandmas. All right. Pass that along to your family. I'm going to pass it along to my family. <laughs> well, this Melanie, is great we, we want to see your video up there. I'm not 60. I think <laughs> Melanie has a big enough pool to get another 1,000 in your beta in the next few weeks. <laughs> I think that sounds great. <clears throat> Tell us about um, the technology behind the scenes. What's, what's driving uh, the technology, and, and what format are you expecting people to submit videos in? You know, we built the, the technology to be really flexible, so we're taking videos in, in, in multiple formats, and I'm sure you're going to ask me which they are, and I'm not going to be able to tell you, but I know that, you know, the way we've built the system is we've, we've really built it flexible so that we can accept them in, you know, multiple video formats. We really wanted to make it as easy as possible for people to submit their videos. So we built all the technology ourselves. It's all in-house. We have an amazing tech team at Music Nation, and... Um, and, you know, it's, it's also a very scalable technology as well, so it allows us to grow as, as users grow. Does it have to be a, original lyrics for submission, or is this covers, or how are, we, how are you managing that? You know, what we're finding is that um, it's probably 95% of the videos that are submitted are original work, and, you know, we love original songs, but, you know, we're not turning covers away either. Okay. How are you handling nudity and obscenity and other such you know, variables is, that can be very viral viral marketing elements. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, you know, the way we look at it is, you know, this is a creative venture for somebody, and so if there's, you know, if there's a little bit of nudity, it's not the end of the world. If you know, we're 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 screening the videos to make sure that there's nothing too obscene or too offensive. But you know, if there's the occasional, uh, you know. Um, scene of something, uh, you know, what, what some people view as offensive, other people view as art. So we're, we're trying not to screen too much other than stuff that's just really obviously offensive. This has been a really, uh, really exciting uh, opportunity here to chat with you about this excitement. It, we'd love to have you back as, as a guest in a few months as well as a follow-up to, uh, to this exciting debut here. And best of luck with your launch. I'll turn things over to Melanie. And uh, thanks again for joining us. Really exciting. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, nice to speak to you both and love to come back. You got it, Daniel. Thanks again. And for more information, you guys can go to Music Nation to see what's going on over there and submit any of your cool and awesome web videos for the entertainment industry and the rock pop genre. And we will be right back with uh, an interview from um, Season 5 American Idol, Ayla Brown. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Best of the Web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the Best of the Web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions, 25 percent recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. 
Now, experience the future of web design and development with a whole new level of efficiency, expressiveness, and simplified workflow. Introducing Studio 8, a compilation of the latest releases from Dreamweaver, Flash Professional, Fireworks, Contribute, and Flash Paper. Sure to inspire you to create superior online video sites and mobile content. And now, through this exclusive WebmasterRadio.fm offer, listeners can save a whopping $100 off Studio 8. Visit the online store at Adobe.com or contact Adobe Customer Services and provide promo code Webmaster Radio in order to receive your discount. Studio 8, your way to create. What's your name? I'm Gary Sullivan. Go for it. Someone's clicking on my Google AdWords. And I think they're fraudulent. Oh, I think they're fraudulent. <laughs> I want a refund, but no one will analyze the data. They just laughed at me. They just laughed at me. Oh, you'll pay and pay when you buy an ad with Google through AdWords. Just when you think you've heard the worst singer on earth, you come in. Well, we could be forgiven for thinking that you'd never heard that song before. You killed it. You totally murdered it. I'm not sure you even hit a single note. And you know what? It would be a challenge to actually find someone who could sing worse than you. Don't you hate the people who sing songs, but they don't get the lyrics right? Oh my, oh, my god. God. Wow. oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I have I don't know what to say. Simon, I don't know what to say either. Simon, you can say everything on this. Okay. Zero for effort. Zero for style. Zero for star quality. And you know what? I'm being generous. I have never ever been in so much pain listening to someone sing. I try my best. Okay, you're out of tune. You're out of time, and you know what? You're out of here. Yeah. The Daily Search Cast with Danny Sullivan, Tuesday through Friday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. Webmasterradio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now, back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. All right, so welcome back to Life Tips. This is Melanie Mayer, and I am here with Ayla Brown, American Idol Season 5 contestant. Welcome, Ayla. We're happy to have you here. Thank you very much. 
And Ayla is also um, one of our little, uh, our Boston favorite, being a Rensom native here in Massachusetts, our yeah. hometown girl, um, and a BC student playing basketball currently for Boston College, which we're very excited about as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, Ayla, we're excited to have you here because we were talking earlier about the American Idol process and the auditions and the, all this fun thing. And I want to ask you, know, why did you decide to go for it? Why, what inspired you to actually try out? Oh, my gosh. Well, I've always loved to sing. It's been a passion for me growing up and, like, watching Disney movies and just always being around music because I loved it so much. But Disney movies? Yeah, I, I love Disney movies. I actually went home this past weekend and realized that I had, like, 40 Disney movies, so I picked two of them, and I just, like, sat in front of the TV and watched them, and it was really funny, like, going back to my childhood. I don't know why so I did it, but I, I have just... to ask, because people are going to want to know which ones. Oh, I watched Hercules. Do you know that movie? Of course. Yes, I watched um, Hercules and Anastasia. Good one. Yes, very. I think they're both very good, and I love the music in them. That's pretty much why I watched the Disney movies, because that's where I learned how to sing. I was just going to ask you that. So when you were younger, it probably was something that you adapted yes, to from yes. the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I'd pretend I was Ariel or Jasmine or you name it, whatever the princess was. I was up there, like, good singing. Good for you, and... princess. That's wonderful. <laughs> See, every little girl should have – we all had the princess fantasies. You're just taking it to a whole other level. Exactly. I Even when that. I'm 18 years old. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but, I mean, that's pretty much how it started. I, I loved to sing growing up, and when the American Idol process kind of came up, my mom was looking through the Internet and found out where the auditions were being held, and coincidentally, it was at Gillette Stadium, which is only five minutes away from my house in Rentham. Yeah. And... Um, everyone around me, my friends, my family, everyone who was close to me was just like, you need to try out. You love to sing. This will be just a great opportunity to try during your <laughs> senior year. Like, end your senior I mean, year. If you're doing senior something year of high school, right? I mean, what else yeah. are you going to do? Let's do something with a, you know, leave with a bang. Exactly. And the, that's kind of how I went into it. I didn't know how far I would get, but I knew I wanted to kind of do something outside of my comfort zone and kind of do something outside of basketball because I was playing basketball throughout the whole summer, the whole mm-hmm. fall, winter, I mean, for years and years and years. And finally, I was just like, you know what? I love to sing. Why not try out for something like American Idol? It's only going to be around for so long. And from then on, I, I just kind of went through each process and getting more confident and having more fun. And that's how it all started at Gillette Stadium. And it's well, been an incredible it, let's process. Let's take it back a step. And, um, you know, first of all, Gillette Stadium is a humongous stadium. So you can imagine as a football stadium mm-hmm. how many people? 12,000. 12,000 people. Okay. <laughs> Which is a lot. I mean, think of, like, Conti Forum times two packed. <laughs> Which is crazy. I, I mean, there were so many people. Everyone was just singing on the concourse area, practicing their routines. Yep. And, I mean, I saw everything. The good, the bad, the incredibly weird costumes. Oh, you have to, and, oh well, so you, you opened oh. up a whole can of worms now. <laughs> I didn't think people like that would come all the way to Foxborough and, like, dress up and... <laughs> right, I mean, this is it. Right, well, it's not Boston. It's not New York City. It's Foxborough, Massachusetts. Right, exactly. It's 40, 40 minutes outside of Boston. It's a, you know, it, it's a stadium. I mean, it's the Patriots. I mean, who who goes to Foxborough? But apparently, people dress up and go to Foxborough and want to sing. Exactly, which is fascinating. Um, so, <laughs> what are some tips that you can give to some potential 
you know, American Idol hopefuls who are going through this process. I mean, we're all going to see it right. in a few days. You know, it's all coming out in a couple of weeks. We're going to see all this audition process. But what are, you know, some tips that you learned through the process that sort of helped you to the next level? The biggest thing, which is, I think, the most important part of the whole American Idol process is patience. And I know it sounds crazy, but each process and each um, each kind of go around and audition, you wait and wait and wait for hours and <laughs> hours on end. The first day I was there standing in line for like nine hours straight. And then again, uh. I had to come back to Foxborough Stadium just to try out and stood in line for another nine to ten hours just to see one producer to sing 15 seconds. Mm. So the whole process, each time you go through, it's just more waiting. And it, you can get anxious and you don't know what's going to happen you don't know like your life is on the line i guess you could say so, so i think being patient is the most important absolutely now how do you choose your song i mean you got 15 minutes you have 15 seconds to show yeah. to showcase your talent it's so difficult for me unfortunately i will admit i had never seen the show before <laughs> and like I had heard about it. I had watched a few episodes in, like, the funny rounds, you know, where everyone gets kicked off and Simon right, tells them right. that they're really bad or really good. I've seen a few of those episodes, but I never really got hooked on it. So when I went to try out, I could have picked a better song, but for me, I just wanted to do it for the experience and see where it got me and, like, just have that opportunity. And I picked Ain't No Mountain High Enough. I loved the song. Great song. I, didn't really mind singing it at the time, but I think going back, it's a song that everyone knows. I kind of want, I should have stood out a little bit more. That's a great tip. So you made it to, you know, after all of this and all of these nine-hour waitings and all of these 15-second <laughs> quick singing and in front of producers and out the door, you finally made it to Hollywood. Yes. Tell me oh. about that experience. <laughs> well, the worst part Did you know, you is, see it on TV, and they're like, whoa, and everybody's screaming and yes, yelling and it's waving. It's so weird to watch it back on, <laughs> on TV and, like, see yourself making it and being all excited. Like, when I saw myself make it through, I was like, wow, I could have acted a little bit more excited. Like, I was critiquing the way I was on TV. It was really funny. But, um, yeah, when I went to Hollywood, it was the most unbelievable feeling. I had never really been to California before. Oh, wow. And um, I had an aunt that lived out there, so she came and visited my mom and myself when I was out in Hollywood Week, and um, it was really fun, but it was honestly the hardest part of the whole competition. Really? It was the hardest because... Do you think that's because it was a new place, it wasn't your home, it was new people? I don't or was think it just it's that, that it was this, all. you know, they, your future on the line? They put you through so much stress. Really? And they put you with people in the group. Um, you have to do group performances one day if you make it past the first day. Okay. And that's when they get all the drama on the TV, and you see people, like, crumbling. It's really interesting to watch, like, the downfall of a person that you can just see wow. crumbling right in front of you because of the stress and the anxiety of Well, and what I have to imagine that that through. teaches you how to manage yourself, too. It, it really does. And I think being an athlete really helped because mm. I, I deal with people all the time, like, sure. in competition. And being with other people who are also competing, I was kind of used to that. So, 
you know, when when it was like down to the last wire and you're kind of like fighting for the, the spot of the performance, <laughs> I was kind of used to fighting and putting myself out there on the line. So it, it really helped. So, so how, did, did, how did you choose the songs that you performed every week? Did you have a coach that worked with you? Were you assigned certain songs? Um, it was, it was both. There was a vocal coach and mm-hmm. there was also, um, my choice to pick the songs and I chose certain songs and they had to get passed by the writer. Okay. And some of my songs that I requested did not get passed. So, um, that's when I was left with the songs that I ended up singing on the show, Unwritten, Reflection, and um, a Celine Dion song. All ones that I really wanted to sing, and I don't regret my decision at all, but it was mostly up to us. We could choose the song. One of the biggest lessons I think we all learn from the show, whether we're sitting at home on the couch watching it or whether, you know, it's it's you actually doing it, you know, whatever it is, is is you learn how to take criticism. Mm, yes. And you, <laughs> you know, good or bad. Yeah, but, very. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about sort of that, that rea- I, I really think it is a reality slap. You know, people who are probably not used to taking criticism who may be from a, a small town or who, you know, got the lead in their play in, in high school or whatever, you know, and were, you know, the, the queen of singing might now be faced in a very different situation with a lot of criticism and a lot of harsh comment. How do you react to something like that? What are some ways to overcome that? It's so hard when you have Simon Cowell saying it because you know the type of person he is, and it's so hard to just stand up in front of him. And I think for a lot of people, they were very intimidated by him. But for myself personally, I just looked at him as another coach. And I think if people kept that mentality like these people are trying to help me they're coaching me and it's just going to make me better whether it's good criticism or bad i mean they're still trying to make the singer the best that they can be so i mean that's the way i looked at it and i think Mm -hmm. that helped because i didn't let it get to me good and do you think there's a lot of pressure like that i mean once you finally get up on that stage I think there definitely is pressure. I mean, in any field you go into where right. there's criticism, there's always going to be people telling you what you have to or can and can't do. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. You just have to be a strong person and realize that you need to know who you are individually and what your moral standards and how strong you are as a person. And I think all that will help and just, you know, keep you so strong. So what was the biggest lesson you learned, Ayla? Um. This is going to sound really weird. There's but no weird or crazy <laughs> answer. I mean, this, this was your experience, and we're learning from you, and the people who are listening oh. are learning from you. So, you know, we want it. This is exciting, and a lot oh. of people are going through this right now, so we want to know. Well, for me personally, it was. As I tried saying on the show, I was bawling my eyes out, so I couldn't really say it to my fullest <laughs> potential, but I had spent my whole life playing basketball and only focusing on that. And when I went on American Idol, I just had an outer body experience. And I realized that life isn't just about basketball. There are so many more other things that you can focus on and stepping out of the box and putting yourself out there and trying new things. And, you know, whether it's your work or basketball, sports, school, I think if you just try and do as much as you can in your lifetime, I think that you'll become a much happier and kind of, you know, a better person because that's how I felt after the whole process that I just put myself out there and 
I did something that I might have never done otherwise if I was just playing basketball all the time. Well, we're happy that you did. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm you know, glad re- I'm playing basketball now. I don't regret uh, right. that decision. No, this, exactly. And it was something that you worked on. I think that's a very important lesson for a lot of people out there to to listen to is that, you know, this basketball was something that you worked on for a very, very long time, all your life, like you mm-hmm. were saying. And even though singing and American Idol was a dream and it was something that you, you reached for and you did a great job with and you got far and, you know, you, you really met conflict face on. Mm-hmm. Basketball was also something that you strived for, and you're doing it. And I think that's a really important lesson to learn in that. So you, what's next for you? We heard you sing the national anthem with Pops. Oh, yeah. You were at one of our favorite Boston musical events, Hot Stove Cool Music. Mm-hmm. So now what? What's happening with you on the music angle? Um, well, I don't know if I can really answer that because okay. I can't. You can probably edit this later, but oh, I can't. Oh, that's right. I can't say what I'm doing in the future. I can only say what I've done in the past. Okay, you're right. Um, but I have sung with the Pops, and I did the Celtics game. And Oh, good, um, the opener. Yeah, the That's opener. Right. And um, that was incredibly exciting just because of what was happening with, um, you know, the ceremony for Red. Yep. And just being there and the passion that everyone was having. It was unbelievable. And um, I also recorded a CD in the summer, and that was an incredible experience. And Oh, tell me about that. It was just so exciting living a dream and having an opportunity to record before school started because I knew I wanted to come to Boston College. I wanted to be a student here. I wanted to play basketball. But I knew that if I didn't sing then and I didn't put out a CD for myself or the people that supported me throughout American mm-hmm. Idol, then I think I would have regretted that decision because it, it American Idol opened up so many doors and gave me an opportunity to record music. Sure. So I just kind of grabbed that opportunity and made it happen. It was great. Um, can we talk about the songs that are on that CD and how yeah, you came up with them? Yeah, I can talk about the songs. I just can't say um, where you can buy it or anything. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, tell me about the songs and how you came up with them. What, um, what the, some, okay. Go ahead. Some of the songs on the CD I actually co-wrote. And they are some of my favorite songs on the CD. One is called Thanks to You, and another one is Falling Into You. And then there were some great writers who agreed and helped and wrote for this CD, and those are also some of the favorite songs on the CD. One is called Forward, and another one is Sugar and Know You Better. So I think they're great songs. Oh, I'm sure they're awesome. We're excited to hear them. Oh, thanks. All right, Ayla, what else? I won't tell you that half the studio voted for you. Oh, thanks. Half. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, and everybody was help. cheering you on, and you have some music producer fans at Webmaster Radio. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, this is all very exciting. Everyone was like, Ayla? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, you should see the little. So should you want to record? I have to put my plug in, and we'll edit it out. But should you have to? Should you want to record another album? Um, I actually, because of NCAA rules and regulations, I actually did record music for a second album. Oh, good for you! Yeah. So you know, just in case the opportunity comes up, which you know I hope what, you does. never know, and you have to take opportunity by its horns, and you have to go with it. Exactly. So we did, and I'm glad we did that, just in case. You never know. Never know. Awesome, Ayla. Thank you so much. You're this welcome. Was great. I appreciate you taking the time. No and problem. And good luck with the season. 
Thank you. You guys all have to come to some games sometime. Oh, that would be great. It would be awesome. I'll put you on the list for oh, a ticket. I love being on the list. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Ayla. You're awesome. We'll see you soon. All right. Talk to you later. All right. So thanks for joining us today on Life Tip Show. We had a great time talking about American Idol. Don't forget to check out the American Idol four-hour, two-part season premiere, the 17th and 18th. And stay tuned next week when we will talk about The Apprentice. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you soon.